It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in the third and final hour here on Tuesday morning. And uh, let's get right back into the phone calls. We still have some room for you. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hello. Yeah. I was thinking. L- like, Lamone, uh, I got I to gotta cut you off. I can't let you call in a third time in one morning. I, I, I know that that was you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Tim, Gilly Safios. Hello, Gilly. Can I ask you what's the age limit of the children that we're talking about? Uh, this is elementary school. Okay, elementary school. So they want to uh, suspend the kids for doing a finger. I don't think they. Right? I don't think they want to suspend. They they want to have a disciplinary policy in place. Okay, let me bring up something that outside the picture. I know what you're saying, but. You can ruin the kids' future by doing something like that. But let me, you know, we have a law on the books about if you get caught with adults, if you get caught with a gun, it's a one-year mandatory. Mm-hmm. You ever see anybody serve one year? No, it's, it's, keep... it doesn't seem like it gets uh, doesn't get uh, enforced. That's right, though. So why would you punish a ten-year-old kid or an eight-year-old kid for just playing? Doesn't know what this world's going to hold for them. So look outside the picture. We have a law on the books that they're not even do. Adults with guns, serial numbers, you know, send it off. And they don't get the one year. That's what he says there, one year mandatory. No wonder the police, their hands are tied. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about that. How can you compare the two? They don't get no time, probation, or whatever. Sometimes they don't even get that. So how can we be talking about little kids? What's the people thinking out there? That's my my question, and I've been asking that question all along. Well, you're right. I mean, they 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 do. If they have the law and they want to have have it have some teeth, they need to enforce it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now they want to force a little kid for playing around with this. Like you made a lot of good points. You know, when you go, you know what I mean. They don't know what they're doing. An adult carrying a gun, loaded gun, and it says in the books, this is our law. A year mandatory. Surprise. No. That's all. That's all the right. people who look outside the boxes. All right. Well, thank you for the call. And uh, let's go to another call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, good morning. You know, they're worried about the children doing gestures with their fingers or whatever. Why don't they worry about how people get guns into school? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure they are worried about that, too. Right. You know, like, for instance, the Portuguese thief had those uh, security that you had to go through a metal detective. Why don't they put metal detectives in all schools? And and I don't don't think that there's... um, I haven't heard enough compelling arguments as to why you can't have them uh, outside of 
you know, the fact that you'd have to kind of change the way kids walk into school with things. You know, they'd have to learn, all right, same way we have to when we go into a place. Take your keys out of your pocket. Take your phone out of your pocket. Take these, you know, and that might slow down kids getting into the school. But I think if you said to parents, hey, you got to get your kid on the bus 20 minutes earlier than they do now, but they'll go through a metal detector before they go into school, they might feel better about it. I know there's some of the argument is that people might feel like having to walk through a metal detector to go into a school might make kids feel less safe, actually, because they have to go through that process. But when you think about it, you walk through them a lot of times without even realizing it in, in some places. Right. Well, I think you'd rather be safe than sorry than having to bury a child, yeah. which is crazy. I think it's easy to explain to a child, like, all right, they're just doing this for your own safety so that nobody brings in something they're not supposed to. Right. But then some child, some children... You know, you try to explain that, and they're like, "Well, let me just try it." Sure. You know. Yeah. And, and, and then, then the kid's in trouble. And 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 it doesn't have to be a kid bringing a gun into school. It could be a kid like trying to sneak in, you know, a screwdriver just because right. he wants to make the metal detector go off. Right. Right. And then yeah. holds up the whole holds up the whole process for everybody. Yeah, they they got to think of a, a different system to to teach black children safe. You know, it, it, it it's really getting ridiculous out there. Well, I mean, I get I get a lot of flack from people when I say this, but it's not the problem that people try to make it out to be. It's it's not happening as often as people think that it is. Right. And I also think it's the parents. If you have parents who care, you know, about their children and what they're doing, fine. But some of these parents, they don't care. They're just out there for themselves, which is totally ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some parents that don't don't pay enough attention to what's going on with their kids in school. Right, and that that's really sad. Yeah, that's I mean, really I, I think, you know, I think that in some cases, you know, I, I would not expect that every parent would be engaged, you know, because some people, it's just not their personality. Some people, they don't have the, 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 the time to be as, as engaged as they want to be. But I would think that, you know, every parent would at least want to know about what's happening with their kid when they go into school. Right, and to make sure that they're safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what's what's next on their agenda that they're going to stop or prevent or, you know, maybe, you know, if a kid comes and hugs a little girl and says, don't, you can't hug that child, you know? Yeah, well, they, say, they, Hi, I missed you. They shouldn't be. Right. You know, I mean, kids are kids. They, they need, they have to learn, but sometimes it's hard for them to learn because they don't understand. Well, they can learn that stuff at home or, or when right. they're with their parents. So they, when you're with your parents, you can learn to hug another kid. When you're in school, don't don't touch another kid, period. Right, yeah, right, yeah. All right, well, okay. thank you for listening to me. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Have a good day. You too, bye-bye. And, and, I, and I know that some people are hearing that and saying, gee, Tim, that, that sounds ridiculous, but I don't, I don't want people to touch me. I'm an adult, and I don't want people to touch me. You can touch me if we have a mutually agreed upon decision to do so. I was at a convention this weekend, saw a lot of people that I've been friends with for many years, but that I don't get to see all that often. Some people I met for the first time, some people I've known on social media for years, and we got to meet face to face for the first time. And I love that aspect of going to things like the Michigan Paracon. But when I meet somebody, I don't automatically shake their hand. I don't automatically hug them. I will 
give them that option. I will say, you know, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And I will hold out my hand and I will let them decide if they want to come to me. Uh, or if it's somebody who I've just met, hey, great to meet Great to finally meet you after all these years of talking online. It's great to finally see each other in person. And then I see how they respond. And then I respond from there. I'm not looking for a hug. But if they say, can I get a hug? I will do it. But I'm not looking for a hug. When I take a photo with somebody now, I take the Keanu Reeves approach. And I know this is going to sound like I'm, uh, you know, making a bigger deal out of myself than I am. But there are people who come up to my table at these conventions and want to take a photo with me. I don't know why. But they do. And they say, oh, can, can, can I get a pic? Sure. I stand there with my arms by my side and let them lead what they decide to do. If they decide to put their arm around me, I will put my arm around them because otherwise it looks really weird in a photo if they put their arm around me and I've got my hands bound by my side. Um, so I will not touch someone else unless they touch me first in that situation. And I'm giving them permission in that situation by agreeing to pose for the photo with them. But I don't, I don't want to just be standing in a room talking to somebody and have somebody come up behind me and wrap their arms around me and give me a hug. Don't do that. Don't touch me. And I, I think we need to teach people that, that that's okay. You shouldn't teach your child to just walk up to someone and give them a hug. 508-996-0500. Oh. I think, uh, I think that person might have had a different take and got frustrated with me and hung up. Like uh, this app chat message that I got on the WBSM app from Bags in New Bedford who says, you're so out of touch with reality. Yes, I want to be out of touch. Don't touch me. I don't want reality to touch me just like I don't want anybody else to touch me. But I, I don't get why we think that, that that is wrong. It's not antisocial. I'm not antisocial. I'm in the middle of a convention with thousands of people. And I'm interacting with everybody that comes over and talks to me. I'm making new friends left and right. But I don't feel the need to, to, to walk up to everybody that I saw and, and hug them. And also, I'm cognizant of the fact that Women aren't always comfortable with that. Especially in the paranormal world where there are some outright creepy guys. Like we have a list. There's a list of people that are known to be the creeps and that the people in the field talk about and say, yeah, this, this, this guy, I accepted a friend request from him and within five minutes he was sending me dirty text messages. So I'm aware of the fact that a lot of the men in that paranormal world make a lot of the women feel uncomfortable. But I also just don't want to, I'm not that person. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to touch you unless we mutually agree that it's okay. And if you think that that's weird, if you think that's being out of touch with reality, if you think it's being out of touch with reality to say, I don't really think it's a good idea for a kid to turn around on the bus and point his fingers at another kid and pretend like he's shooting a gun at him. 
I don't think that that needs to happen. Now, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outright say I don't see a problem if a couple of kids are going to run around and pretend to shoot guns at each other playing a game where they've agreed to play that game. I don't go as far as some other people do and say, well, you shouldn't teach kids to play, you know, cops and robbers or like we really shouldn't teach them to play cowboys and Indians. That's not really it's not really accurate and it's not really respectful and it's it's kind of reinforcing negative stereotypes. But, you know, a cops and robbers type game. I don't see any problem with that. I don't see an issue with that at all if the kids are agreeing to play that game. And I don't think if kids are agreeing to play a game and they do that, that the school is going to suspend them for it. They might just say, hey, guys, not in school. They're talking about disciplinary action for somebody that uses it as a threatening gesture. They're not going to suspend a kid because the kid said, you know, I'm Hawkeye and made a bow and arrow motion at another kid. They're not going to suspend somebody if they make a gun motion and I'm trying to think of a superhero. I'm the Punisher. But they are going to do it if a kid turns around and says, I wish I had a gun right now so I could shoot you. You know, there's a difference between a threat and a game. Between pretend and I wish this was real. And I think that's what they're trying to draw a line at here. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, I think you need a hug. Dilly dilly. Mm, okay. I think you need better material. I don't think you were hugged enough. Maybe, maybe you should buy a joke book. Try again. We, uh, we have uh, Carol Ann in the Sony who says, your caller just said the teacher should tell kids he's not really going to shoot you. Should they do that before or after their active shooter drills? And, and, and that's where this is coming from. I find it hilarious too, by the way, that the people who are like, oh, let the kids make gun gestures at each other. They're just kids playing are probably the same people that are like, I want eight cops at every door to every school. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's overcorrect in that regard. But let's not just make something that shouldn't be socially acceptable unacceptable. I, I don't see why. For, first of all, again, as I said, I'm going to take a lot of flack for this from people because they don't like when I say it. But statistically... There's a very, very, very infinitesimal chance that your school is going to be the victim of a school shooting, the scene of a school shooting. It's a very, very remote possibility. And granted, they are happening more than they ever have, but it's still a very, very small percentage when you consider how many kids go into how many schools 180 days a year. Not enough that we need to overreact and put in, you know, barbed wire fencing and checkpoints at every door and 
armed guards on the roof, as, as, as people on this very radio station have suggested. That's, that's overreaction. That's overdoing it. Saying to a kid, hey, don't point your finger at another student and pretend like it's a gun and act like you're shooting them. It's just saying, don't be impolite. You're not supposed to point anyway, remember? Uh, let's see. I'll take one more call here before I get to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. How you doing this morning? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Don't like the topic so far about you being hugged or not hugged. I mean, that's kind of weird for me this morning. Okay. I'm sure, for, I'm sure for some of the other responses, they feel the same way. I don't. I don't. I don't know why you're thinking that's the the actual topic here. Because I just started uh, on the radio a few minutes ago. Okay. I was home. But you, maybe you should stick to ghosts. Maybe the ghost can hug you or not hug you or go right through you or not. Maybe you should stick to just talking to yourself instead of calling the radio station then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the sponsors should stop sponsoring your, your show. Why? They love me. Because, the date, no, not all. Not all. Not, not the last three that called you or emailed you. Those aren't sponsors. Those are callers. You, you have to learn the difference. Okay. If you're going to use the radio terminology, yeah, learn, learn the yeah, words you're using. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not as smart as you. Oh, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to trying to teach you. Please don't help me. I don't want your help at all. Never will. Never. So will you you it. called me. I did call you to tell you how stupid your show is this morning. All right. About you being hugged and not hugged. So you want to call up and insult me, but you can't take it back. I'll you you take can't it. take it I'm when I give it back it. to you. I'm taking it. You give it to everybody all the time. I'm taking it. I well, miss Phil. I miss Phil. Okay. Well, you can go listen to him somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Again, sponsor, sponsor the station should shut you off in the morning not, and not pay for your ads. Well, we got more sponsors My than opinion. ever. So, you know, it's kind of working out all right for me. Yeah. Hopefully one day it won't. All right. Well, I'll talk to you the next time that you call yeah. in because you're going to keep listening. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to keep. This is it. All right. This thanks. I don't Goodbye. want you listening anyway. Enjoy, enjoy your ghosts. Yep. Yep. Hope your ghosts touch you all over the place. You're, you're, really, you're really funny, by the way, that that's the only thing you can think of to insult me with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, smart guy. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm good. I want to say that I agree with you 100% about the hugging, touching. I, I know there was a few years where everybody was all about it, but I hate it. I mean, if there's people that I want to hug or touch, mm -hmm. I'll do that or I'll send a message that it's okay. Um, one of the things I really hate is when parents have little children and, oh, give them a hug, give them a... And if the kid doesn't want to do it, why do they feel they need to make them? I just find that I hate it. I always say, it's okay. They don't have to give me a hug, you know? Um, I, I just think it's your personal space, your comfort, and there are people who hug and love it, but there are people who don't. And I think that should be respected. So yeah. I agree with you 100%. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Next time and I see I, you, I'm yeah. going to give you a big hug for that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'll let you know when it's okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. You as well. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. And uh, the irony of that previous caller. Think about it. He doesn't, doesn't want to hear... 
Doesn't want to hear me talking about hugs, but yet, now, anyway. Uh, 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Callers, hang on. We will get to you right after the news. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. Idalia has now reached hurricane status. The National Hurricane Center says the Category 1 storm is packing maximum sustained winds of 75 miles per hour as it makes its way towards Florida. Forecasters expect Idalia to continue gaining strength, intensifying into a dangerous major hurricane before it makes landfall on Wednesday. President Biden will travel to Vietnam next month after the Group of 20 summit in India. That's according to the White House. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Biden will meet with Vietnam's general secretary and other leaders. Jean-Pierre added the leaders will look into ways to promote the growth of the Vietnamese economy, expand people-to-people ties through education exchanges, and ways to combat climate change. Chicago police are revealing more details about the shooting at a White Sox game last Friday. Interim Chicago Police Superintendent Fred Waller said the incident most likely involved a gun going off inside Guaranteed Rate Field. It's still under investigation. We're dispelling a lot of things. It's coming from outside. It's something that we've almost completely dispelled, but we're still looking at every avenue. One woman was shot in the leg and another woman suffered a graze wound to the abdomen. Waller added that the CPD did initially request that the game be halted after the shooting, but eventually allowed it to continue in order to cause no more panic. More workers across industries are demanding improvements in compensation and working conditions, leading to a record number of strikes this year. More than 320,000 workers have participated in in at least 230 strikes so far. USP, UPS workers and airline pilots have won rich labor deals. Hollywood writers and actors, as well as auto workers, could be next. Growing disparity between worker pay and executive compensation, coupled with grueling conditions during the pandemic, skyrocket company profits, and inflation have all led to decades high approval rating for labor unions. And. Looking on, she sings the song. Elton John is recovering after a fall at his home in France. Representatives for the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer says he was taken to the hospital as a precautionary measure, but was discharged Monday and is back home. The 76-year-old was treated for minor injuries. Sir Elton has been spending time in France with his family after finishing his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour last month. In sports, the Boston Red Sox were defeated by the Houston Astros last night, 13-5. Another game tonight against the two teams at Fenway Park. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We're going to be mostly cloudy for the day with a few showers popping up into the area later on this afternoon. We'll be reaching a high of 74 degrees overnight tonight, overcast with periods of rain low of 69. And for Wednesday, we do have a front that will make it into the area. That's going to bring some rain for us. We're going to be reaching a high of 77. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. It is currently 65 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts. Stream audio. Send us text messages 
and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And let's jump right back into the phone calls. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Thanks. Um, I listen uh, to you in the mornings. I, you know, I like listening to Phil Nome for a long time. and I think you've done, you've done a good job. But the reason I want to call is that you know, voices become very recognizable on WBSM. And the guy who's complaining about you and the kinds of things he's talking about with advertisers and things, the same person I've heard talk about cancel culture and not liking cancel culture. And it, it's more than just a little hypocritical to, to say those things and be that way and then come on and say the things that he was saying to you that he wants to cancel you. I just thought it was weird to say, I don't want to hear somebody talking about hugs on the radio in the morning. And then he says, I'd rather listen to Phil. Hugging is Phil's whole thing. Yeah, it just, you know, I, I don't know what's going on these days and why people do the things they do and say the things they do. I will tell you that um, I, I truly believe he's probably listening right now. I mean, he's not going to stop is. listening. Of course he is. He'll call me tomorrow. Um, and, he, and he, you know, he's upset, but he's got the rest of the day to listen. I mean, I don't listen to all the shows on WVSM, but I do listen to them all now for a number of years. And, and you can call in and say, hey, I think you're way off base with this and, and have a discussion with me without having to immediately, I think you should stick to ghosts. Well, I'm going to tell you well, something, yeah. man. Ghosts have been very good to me over the years. It's been a whole side career for me that I've worked worked on television programs. I've been on national TV. I make a lot of money uh, out of the work that I do in the ghost realm. I've written a couple of books. So you can keep throwing that at me like it's an insult, but I wear it like a badge of honor. So it's actually, that's actually, it's a good point. That's very entertaining. It's very appropriate for, you know, doing a radio show, a local radio show, to have somebody talking about that. Because otherwise, you know, we wouldn't hear much about it at all or, or really think much about it at all. It's not like it's a mainstream thing. But uh, I just, you know, it, the, the shows that I don't like, the last thing I would ever do is even though I, I may not agree with people with some of their opinions, but I'm not go on their show and insult them. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, it, uh, and, it, it, it seems to be the mo of many people that disagree with me, you know, politically or ideologically, uh, that they have to just you know lob insults, and it's like, but that's and then and then they accuse me of doing it. They're like, well, you just insult anybody that doesn't agree with you. No, I insult anybody that insults me. It's rooted in politics. I mean, I'm fairly confident of that, and uh, it's part of it. Just it's just another illustration of the great divide that exists not just in our country but right here in our own region, our own community. Mm -hmm. But it, it's unfortunate for someone to represent a point of view openly on the air and then do that as being a bad thing and then do that very thing uh, because it, he's talking then with somebody who may not be of the same political persuasion. And that's, it, that's part of why we have such a problem is that it's do as I say, not as I do. You know, you're not with me, you're against me. And, and just you know, sit and listen and hear what people have to say and disagree with those you disagree with. But don't insult people and don't threaten people. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for the call. You're welcome. Talk have a good later. day. And uh, by the way, all the people that are sending app chat messages that are telling me that they can't wait for this show to be over, they can't wait for me to be off the air, I just make the same point that I always make. Why are you still listening? If you don't like it, don't listen. Come back at 9. When Marcus and Chris are here. Come back later when Barry's on, if that's what you'd rather hear. We're not going to be insulted.
Not my feelings aren't going to be hurt. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not trying to be. Just trying to be who I am. And if, if you like it, great. If you don't like it, that's all right. I know that you like other parts of the station. That's why you're listening. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are, oh, hold on. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. What's going on? What's happening, John? Uh, I don't even know where to begin this morning. I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, the, the fake guns, and then we're talking about being hugged, and we're talking about being touched and everything else. It's like, I, I don't even know. I, I just want to touch on on uh, the fake guns with these kids. You know, it just, it's, it's now it's like, it seems to me like that we're going after gun controls, you know, the, the gun control on the kids now. You know what I mean? They, 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 they're having such a hard time regulating gun control in the country that they're going to start going towards the kids now. Just like they did with, you know, uh, the gender-affirming uh, surgeries and everything else with these kids, you know, they, 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 they started so doing that, that with the kids. Now so they're going to go, now, oh, hold on, can I finish them? Uh, no, gonna, not really, because you're, you're going off on a tangent here that, that doesn't connect. I want you to... I before. I want I, I want you to go back to what you were saying. I want you to connect those dots between gun control and teaching I, uh, kids not to point a finger at another kid and pretend to shoot them. They're always going after the kids. They're always going to go after them. No matter what you look at, okay, with the, the, the school boards and everything, they're always going after the kids. It's like leave the damn kids alone. How well, hard is it? Maybe they're going after the kids because all of the conservatives are trying to use the schools so, as their battleground to push their agendas. So, Tim, where... Where's the research that says that their school shooters are the ones, okay, that are growing up pointing fingers like guns Who, at other hold, kids? All right, well, the, hold on. Hold on. Answer me a question. Where did anybody yeah. say that they're telling kids not to point finger guns at other kids because they're worried that they're going to grow up to be school shooters? Say that again. Where is the proof that they're saying that they don't want kids to point finger guns because they're afraid those kids will grow up to be school shooters? That's not what this is about. It, it's, all, it's all speculation. It's about like you shouldn't we, put like how we you shouldn't put your finger at another person and pretend that it's a gun. We did it all the time when we were. Kids. It doesn't make it right. Well, yeah, but it's like it's like. Are you kidding me? Some people's oh, dads like, okay. spank them when they when they talk back. Does that mean that every every kid should get spanked? You know what's funny is that I I, I was listening to a caller a few I was a woman that called in earlier and I think in the beginning of the hour and she was talking about how you know I I, I don't I don't like to be hugged and you know I don't think that. You should tell kids to hug other people. Listen, okay, that's the problem with America nowadays, is that the parents are not instilling respect towards their elders in these kids. You know what's okay? respectful? You know what's respectful kids, is not, tell, not hugging somebody if they're not okay with it. No, I always tell my kids, okay, go hug your grandmother, go give your grandmother a kiss, okay, or, 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 or their mother, okay. That's instilling respect. No, it's not. It's forcing a kid into physical contact if they don't want Absolutely it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's where that's that's the problem with America now. I can respect you, and I, John, I respect you a lot. I've never once hugged you in my life. Well, you know, there's always a first for everything, Tim. I mean, the next time you, I see I'll, you, I'm, I'm going to give you the biggest one you've ever had. Well, you know, I don't think you can give a bigger one since <laughs> Phil was brought up this morning. I don't think you can give a bigger one than Phil. All right. I learned from the best. I learned from listen, the best. Listen, uh, it's just I, I'm telling you, in my eyes. Okay, that's it's. The, I can't say it on the radio. It's the peeification of America. Okay, if you can fill in the blank, if you want, that's what this is all about. Okay, we're we're, we're trying to get in the in the heads of these kids. Oh, that's a bad thing to do when thirty, forty years of generations, okay, done it before you. God, we can't do it now because we're in twenty twenty three. 
You know what I mean? So it's 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 a uh, it's it's just I don't know. I don't know, Tim. I don't know either. All right, I'll hold you All there. All right, have a good Talk day. To you later. I I just don't I don't see. You know, he's the caller wasn't talking about teaching kids not to go hug other people. The, they were saying that if the kid doesn't feel comfortable doing it, you shouldn't force them to do it. Why would you want your kid to feel uncomfortable? 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Hello, Shawnee. How are you? Hanging in. I'm glad you had a good time yesterday. I did, yeah. A little tiring, but uh, a lot of fun. As far as the ghosts go, I miss Spooky South, South Coast. Yes, See? So, whatever. See, yeah. some people I... like it when I talk about ghosts. Anyway, listen... <laughs> um, now, what happened with the hugging thing? Because I had to leave the room and I didn't hear that. That kind of went off. It's a, it's a tangent that went off. We were talking about Barry's got an article, and I'm sure he'll talk about it more today, too. He has an article about Somerset Elementary Schools are trying to... They put, they put in a disciplinary policy for if kids make a gun gesture at other kids. And so it turned into, you know... I don't even know how we got onto the hug thing, but I talked about how, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to hug people. I don't want people hugging me. I don't want people coming up and invading my space. And so now uh, apparently, you know, I'm i uh, I'm a, I'm an un-American, you know, uh, heathen because uh, I don't, I don't want people to just come up and touch me without my permission. No, I don't like that either. And you know what? I'll say it right out to the person. I'll say, you know, I'm not comfortable. You know how I am with that. Or I'm not comfortable. I don't kiss just anybody. Um, I'm just that way. Everybody's different. I, I'm just, and if you don't like it, see, I speak up for myself. But I, on the other hand, sometimes I, I will hug somebody, but no one's ever said to me, don't um, touch me or whatever. But I don't know. Everybody's different. And, 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 and I'm not against hugging. I just want to be involved in the decision to have it happen. Yeah, and it's how you're brought up, too, I think. And I agree with you about the kid thing, because when I was little, the priest put me on his lap. I told you that story. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing is, I never um, never got over that. But um, kids, sometimes they don't want to be bothered. You know, they want to play, and they don't want to. I don't force my granddaughter. I mean, I wish she was slobbering all over me and all that. But if she's not in the mood to hug me and stuff, I don't force her. Right. I mean, no. I don't even I don't even want to I don't even force dogs to interact with me physically if they don't want to. Like if oh, I'm like, no. "Oh, come here, come here, buddy. Come here." And he's like, "Nope." I'm like, "Okay, fine. Maybe later." Oh, yeah. My dog's very loving though. Yeah, Love if they if they want it, love. sure, but some dogs are just like, "No, I'm not comfortable with you yet." I actually spent the whole weekend at the convention. Uh my friends Jessica and John were at the table next to me and Jessica has a service dog named Toad. And Toad was there the whole weekend, and I leave it up to him when he wants to come over and, and say hi to me. You know, I don't I don't run over there and force myself to pet him. I put my hand out so he can sniff me so that he knows that I'm his friend. And then when he wants to come over and see me, he will. And, Tim, you know about the point and the thing is um, today you can't do anything because there's so much stuff happening. It just happened again, a shoot. And then where was it down in, uh, where was the last one? Florida. Now the, the other day in Florida, yeah. Yeah, so you know, it's um, they're scared. They don't want that. You don't that you can't wear a shirt with anything on it. You can't have a note, or the, the kid will end up at the police station. And 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 weren't we always told it's rude to point? Doesn't it make it any less rude if you're pointing and pretending it's a gun? Doesn't that make it worse? Yeah. 
So, but you know what? Things have changed so so much because my son used to love to play with toy guns. Yeah, and I think that that's different. I think if kids want to go and play with toy guns with each other and they've agreed to play with toy guns, that's a different story. But when you want to just like, and it's a threat when you point a gun at some, you know, point a finger gun at somebody and say, you know, that's that can be perceived as a threat. So. Hey, Tim, one more thing before we hang up. I was at the mall yesterday, and I was sitting and watching people walk by. I'll tell you, the girls have no respect today either. They have everything out. I mean, it doesn't even matter if they have a good figure or not. It's all hanging out. And, you know, I don't know. It, was, it doesn't look good. It really, some of this, it, it looks horrible. But you can't say nothing. That's another thing. <laughs> That's true. How yeah. Doing, how I mean, you don't want you don't want to say don't say anything to anybody if if uh, if you don't like the way that they're dressed. Don't. That's that's inappropriate. How are you making out on that thing? Is it good? So far, so good. Oh, good. Yep. So all far, right. so good. Soon enough, sooner or later, I'm going to be hanging all out, you know, in my clothes. So. Okay. I'll talk to and you when you too. see when you see me hanging out of my shirt, you come up and hug me. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll Have talk to you later. Day. All right. 508-996-0500. I got to take a break. Uh, we'll be back in just a few moments and we'll get right back in. Here. And just a reminder that even though Labor Day is coming up, don't feel like if you're looking to get a great deal on a new mattress from Whirly Beds Factory Outlet that you have to get in there by Labor Day because you're going to say to yourself, I, I don't have time. I got all kinds of things going on to finish off the summer. I don't have time to get over there. Don't worry about it because their Labor Day event is actually going on through 925. It's going on through September 25th. You can get $200 off all hybrids, gel flex, and platinum series mattress, $100 off all Cairo Contour and Easy Rest series mattresses, and get this, $400 off Simply Natural or Ultra Visco series. Treat yourself to the best, right? And get $400 off while you're doing so. You need an adjustable base for your bed, $100 off on style adjustable bases, $200 off on ultra adjustable bases, plus other great deals like 15% off any made in the USA furniture or 20% off select cooling pillows and protectors. It's just some of the great deals going on as part of the Labor Day sales event at Whirly Beds Factory Outlet on Pope's Island in New Bedford. Stop on by. Not only can they find you the perfect mattress to get you the best night's sleep possible, you can actually see how they make it. You can pop into the back and they will show you how they hand sew those mattresses and and how they can get you the perfect night's sleep. Check them out. Whirly Beds Factory Outlet, Pope's Island in New Bedford, Labor Day event going on sale, going on now through September 25th. All right, uh, let's see. I got uh, enough time to maybe squeeze in one or two quick calls. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Well, 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 Tim, we almost never, ever agree on anything. But I have to say, I can't really get what the outrage is with Barry and Jess and certain people that I usually do have views that align with about this gun thing. I am a very strong defender of the Second Amendment, and I believe people and children should be taught, you know, the respect and safety of gun ownership. But I never think when my, you know, kids were small or other kids, I do not believe you should pretend shoot people. No, that's not what second, you know, amendment, I think people defend their rights for. It's not about shooting other people, you know, just for fun. And, and I don't think we should be normalizing, you know, it's obscene how many children are shot to death in school. 
and how there's a pandemic of it, you know, an epidemic of it. I, and so I do not believe it's okay for kids. Hey, they're just playing. Well, you, you need to teach your children. You don't play, shoot people. Like, why is that acceptable? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I mean, and I don't know why it's a big deal that they can't do that one thing. So there's lots of other things that kids can do to interact with each other that doesn't have to be pointing a pretend gun at each other and shooting each other. And again, I don't right, think like I, they're not going to be throwing I, kids out of school over this, but they just need to have something on the book so they can say to them, this isn't appropriate. And then when the parents complain, why'd you tell my kid he can't point a finger at another kid and pretend it's a gun? You can say it's right here in the handbook. That's why. That's all. And you shouldn't even, it shouldn't have had to get to that fact. I think all people should be on board with, no, we don't like think it's cute when our kids shoot each other. I was walking in a park the other day and a mom had a little child, I want to say three, four, five, small, with a gun, playing, just little. But as I'm coming down the path, he's like pretending to shoot me. And it's not my place to tell her how to parent her child, but I thought, no, I don't find that's acceptable. When you do teach your children about guns, that should be at the forefront because we sh- that's, I feel like, one thing we should all be on the same page about. I, I don't get it. All right, Tim. All right. You have a good day. I, um, I do have to take one final break. We'll be back in just a few moments. And uh, I'm just about out of time. So I think what I'm going to do is when I come off the air, I'm just going to go walk over to Stop and Shop and I'm going to walk up to random people and point my finger at them, pretend like it's a gun and make a shooting sound.